Now tune to the motherfucking blazest. Alright everybody, here we go. Season 2, episode 1 of Earbuds. I hope you guys had a nice two weeks off of school, but class is back in session with Professor Buddha Brad, the lyrical analyst inspired by cannabis. And like any good professor, I'm going to be providing you guys with material that's going to keep you captivated. So for my season premiere, I'm going to choose a song off of this legendary rapper's almost last album. I'm going to be talking about Jigga, Jehova. H to the Izzo, V to the Izze, for shizzle my nizzles, he used to dribble down in VA. I'm going to be talking about the public service announcement track off of Jay-Z's Black Album. So the Black Album was released in 2003, and at that time it was supposed to be Jay-Z's final album. Because it was his final album, this man had a fucking roster of hit makers. So many amazing producers were on this album. I'm talking Kanye. I'm from the murder capital where we murder for capital. I'm talking Pharrell. Timberland. Rick Rubin, also the co-founder of Def Jam. I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the cat patrol. Foes that want to make sure my cask is closed. Rap critics save money, cash holes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up with holes in your zap toes, you celebrate the minute you was having dope. I'm like, fuck critics, you can kiss my whole asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. And finally, the song we're talking about today, Public Service Announcement by Just Blaze. So why did I choose Public Service Announcement out of every other song on this album? I chose it for two reasons. One, the story behind it. And two, man, it's got some good fucking punchlines. So picture this. The Black Album is pretty much done and it's almost ready for distribution. The engineers are still mixing some stuff, but Jay-Z is already holding listening sessions and press conferences because this is supposed to be his final album. So Just Blaze's friend shows up and provides him with this beat. Oh, 
that's Little Boy Blue's seat of love. Just Blaze, upon hearing this, almost falls out of his chair. The engineer beside him is like, yo, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. He puts on his headphones and he mixes this in like 10 minutes. He shows it to Jay-Z and jay Z just kind of sitting there. And Just Blaze is like, yo, my dude, are you listening to the same thing I am? So Jay-Z lays down a couple of lines, goes to the press conference, comes back, and lays down a few more. Then he leaves, comes back, scratches everything, and does a bunch of brand new lines. This goes on for a bit until Jay-Z at the end of the day just kind of shrugs the project off. But the next day he comes in and spits it all in one take and puts it on the album. So bottom of the ninth, the 11th hour, I'm talking about 11 hours, 59 minutes and 59 seconds, they put this song on the album. They actually booted off another song, which I'm kind of glad that they did to make room for this. But I'll get more into that in the fun facts section of today's show. But for now, let's get into the music. So for those of you that haven't heard PSA by Jay-Z yet, we're going to take a quick chronic break. And when you get back, we'll get right into it. For the rest of y'all, please do me a favor and join me for this motherfucking chronic break. So the first line I want to talk about is actually the first line in the song. So you know Jay-Z starting it off right. My name is Hove. Oh, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C Hove. Need to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. Oh, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call me So it's no shock that Jay-Z is a drug dealer. I mean, he talks about it in almost every song that he has. And this verse is no different. While Jay-Z is saying that he used to move snowflakes, snowflakes is a slang term for cocaine, by the OZ. And OZ is a short term for ounce. And then he says, I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. While Jay-Z is CEO of Rockefeller Records, or Rock for short term. But... Jay-Z was saying that he was also CEO or the head person in charge of selling ROC or rock. And rock is another word for crack. The next line I want to talk about follows immediately after the one we just discussed. So this first verse is already fire. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire, I be the music biz number one supplier. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire, I be the music biz number one supplier. So the saying out of the frying pan into the fire means going from a bad situation to a worst one. But you can also interpret it as in going from a hot situation to an even hotter one. So Jay-Z is saying that we were hustlers before. When we were on the streets, we knew how to hustle. But this music industry, this rap game, man, that really requires a hustler's mentality. So just like Jay-Z was a big drug dealer on the streets, he's going to be a big dealer in the music industry. 
he's going to be the music business's number one supplier because he's going to have that dope shit that all the music junkies are going to be hooked to. The third line I want to talk about, I like it because it's kind of like a cool way of making sure that you got your money right, that there's no funny business about it and that you're really thorough about going through your money. I check cheddar like a food inspector. My homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast. Check cheddar like a food inspector. My homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast. So that's what I'm a- So cheddar is a street term or a slang term for money. And I don't know how many of you guys have worked in a restaurant before, but when health inspectors come in, they're very thorough with everything they're checking. They're looking for mold, they're looking for dates, they're looking for anything that's out of place because they want to ensure the safety of the people that are going to be eating there. So if Jay-Z is checking his cheddar or his money like a food inspector, you know he's thoroughly going through it, making sure that he gets his and that nothing is out of place and there's no funny business. And that line, finish your breakfast by Strict, well, Strict was a New York ball legend and he played for a team that was managed by Jay-Z. When one of his teammates actually missed a layup, Strict said, dude, you need to finish your breakfast, which means you need to finish strong. And that's exactly what Jay-Z's doing with his last album. He's going to finish strong. That's why he's going to finish his breakfast. And the fourth line I'm going to discuss, Jay-Z talks about all these phony rappers in the industry that try to be gangster or try to be drug dealers or at least talk about it. Well, this is what Jay-Z is going to do to ensure that his image and his truth is kept safe. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this. I shoot at you actors like movie directors. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this. Shoot at you actors like movie directors. So like I said, there's a lot of phony people in the industry. There's people pretending to be things that they're not. Pretending to be gangsters, pretending to be drug dealers, pretending to be dope boys. So in order to protect his and his group's image, Jay-Z's gonna shoot at these individuals acting like gangsters like a director would shoot an actor pretending to be a gangster. But instead of through a camera lens, he's going to do it through the lens of his scope. The next punchline I want to talk about gives me a good vivid image of how cool Jay-Z is and how he walks, his swag, and just so nonchalant because he knows nothing is a big deal. I got a hustler spirit, period. Check out my hat, yo. Peep the way I wear it. Check out my swag, yo. I walk like a ball player. No matter where you go, you are what you are, player. So what's Jay-Z really saying here? Well, when you walk like a ball player, what does that mean? So if you guys know anything about baseball, a base on balls, also known as a walk, occurs in baseball when a batter receives four pitches that the empire calls ball, and in turn is awarded first base. They don't have to run there, it's given to them for free, and they can just casually walk over. So if you're a baseball player that's being walked, you don't have to rush, you know, you just kind of take a light jog over there. So if Jay-Z is walking like a ball player, he's walking like someone that doesn't have any stress, He can kind of casually stroll and get to where he needs to be. The final punchline I want to talk about, Jay-Z spits some truth in there. Like he's talking about how he hasn't changed regardless of what his situation is. You can blame Sean, but I ain't invent the game. I just rolled the dice, trying to get some change. And I do it twice. Ain't no sense in me lying as if I am a different man. And I could blame my environment, but there ain't no reason why I be buying expensive chains. 
That's when I brainstorm. You can blame Sean, but I ain't inventing the game. I just rolled the dice trying to get some change. And I do it twice, ain't no sense to me Lying as if I am a different man And I could blame my environment But ain't no reason why I'll be buying expensive change So here Jay-Z saying, I didn't create any of the industries that I was successful at. I didn't create the drug game and I didn't create the rap game. I just played it and I won. I'm a hustler and I did it for the money. And you're fucking right, I would do it again because my motivation hasn't changed. I was who I was then and I am who I am now. I'm the same person, a hustler driven by money. Okay guys, I'm gonna get into the fun facts section, but before I do that, give me a moment to spark up again. So remember when I told you that PSA actually booted another song off the album? Well, that song was called Looking At My S Dots. And I'm glad that they did it because I felt like it wouldn't have gone with the flow with the rest of the album. The S dot was kind of like a commercial break from the rest of the album and it was used to promote his shoes. This is how it would have gone. Can I get a small commercial break? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. I think it's a yeah. uh, small commercial break. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get up and stretch. I'm ready. Looking at the mess dots, it's about that time to do Michael Jordan numbers. The sneaker game is mine. I ain't made it for the ball court, I made him to shine. So you can score big when you're caught in the dime. Uh, when they can see me, should they see the grind? You gotta be blind, you only see the shine. I dropped the mess dots and then wrecked your time. The number one seller since they first designed. 50 50, you know how I handle mine. A nickel for you, give me my dime. Tell poor fireman, I got him on fire, man. He ain't been inside since AI was signed. Now nigga talking to Kenyon Martin. Sean Marion, shit, I might be starting. S.NBA niggas went from being NBA to signing NBA niggas. I heard who that be heard to obtain. Every day it was out of a nigga reach with my bigger speech. Open the door for my niggas with me. Open it more for niggas I don't know to all y'all niggas to eat. Now, back to our regular schedule program. L'album noir. The Black Album. You hear that lady speaking French at the end? Sound familiar, right? Well, they kept that portion from looking at S dots and they applied it to the PSA song. So there's two speeches in this song. The one at the beginning and the one that breaks up the first verse from the second verse. The first speech is actually Just Blaze, the producer of the song. He wanted to go for this Black Panther, iconic, like 80s radio type of sound. So he threw that together and he put it on the song. The second speech is actually inspired by Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory had a political and comedic vinyl by the name of The Light Side and The Dark Side. They use a lyrical sample from that vinyl and they apply it to the second speech. Let me say to you, I did not come here this evening to impress you, but only to inform you. And when I leave here tonight, I couldn't care less about what you think about Dick Gregory. Because I'll always have the one consolation of knowing that whenever we wake up this year, next year, 20 years from now, you'll always be able to say at least Brother Greg didn't lie to us. And here it is on the PSA. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out, did not come here to impress you, because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone, and I don't care what you think about me, but just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. 
Now, I don't know if you guys recall season one, but we did I Wanna Rock the G-Mix, which featured Jay-Z. And Jay-Z was using rappers' names and their songs as part of his punchlines. Well, we have another example of that here. The line goes, Hove, oh, not D-O-C, but similar to them letters, no one can do it better. So D.O.C. was actually one of the founders of Dr. Dre's Death Row Records, and he had an album and a song by the name of No One Does It Better. Here's Jay-Z's verse. Not D.O.C., but similar to the letters, no one can do it better. And this is the song that he's referring to. No one can do it better. No one, no one can do it better. So the final fun fact I want to talk about makes reference to an article written about Jay-Z. It describes Jay-Z wearing this iconic, revolutionary, political figure's face on his shirt and wearing some blinged out chain. The essay I'm talking about was written by Elizabeth Mendez Berry. She's actually describing the image of Jay-Z on MTV Unplugged in 2001. If you look at the album cover or if you saw the performance, you can see Jay-Z wearing a Che Guevara shirt. And Elizabeth describes him as this revolutionary. He's someone that changed the rap game. So just like Che Guevara, he was someone that changed the status quo. But he's complex. Unlike Che Guevara, Jay-Z's not a communist. This man is a hustler, so he's about that dollar. And that's why it's a complex situation. He's a revolutionary like Che Guevara, but this man is about his money, so he's wearing a blinged out chain on top of it. Alright guys, that's the end of episode 1, season 2 of Earbuds. I really appreciate you guys listening, I really appreciate the support that you guys have been providing to me. The past couple of weeks, I was reflecting on the show, and I was asking myself, why did I start this? And I realized one of the reasons I started it is because I want to show the intelligence behind hip-hop. I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but whenever I'm explaining to someone that I listen to hip-hop, I almost have to justify it, that it's not stupid, or I only listen to smart artists. And then I realized, you really wouldn't do this with a lot of other art forms. So I made it my mission to show that there's a lot of depth, and there's a lot of knowledge, and there's a lot of intelligence behind these lyrics. And that's what I'm going to do every week. I'm going to point out the smart lyrics, the funny lyrics, the punchline lyrics. I'm going to show the overall intelligence in hip-hop. So thank you guys once again for listening. Thank you again for following. Thank you again for supporting. And thank you guys again for making recommendations. I look forward to the many, many other shows that we're going to do together and the many, many other smoke sessions that we're going to have. So for next week's track, I'm going to throw it back to Logic. And we're going to talk about the song Young Jesus off of his second studio album, The Incredible True Story. And man, if you get a chance, listen to the whole fucking album. It's absolutely phenomenal. But we'll get more into that next week. But for now, that's the end of this episode. I'm your boy, Buddha Brad, the lyrical analyst inspired by cannabis, and you were tuned into Earbuds. And in the words of my boy Jay-Z... Okay, now take a trip inside my mind like you was off the Venice. It's me and B.I.G. L.M.B.O. cooking like chemists. Take them back the way back when like Dennis the Menace. Causing mayhem on the come up like a young apprentice. Smoking weed and getting higher than a flight attendant. Hip-hop descended, gold Jesus on my penis. Gotta pull it out for everyone that's
it's in attendance Okay, back in the day as the college park tenant Still can't believe I didn't get a shorty pregnant Man, that's the definition of a life sentence 